Hello and <coughs> oh, start again. Hello and welcome to the All Black Edition. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving More, your best place driving predictions and opinion. Oh, my lips are so cold. I've just had a bowl of ice cream. I can hardly talk properly. <laughs> it's all a bit silly. Never mind. Um, Canada up next. Yes, um, and they will be up next in what? Just over two hours' time as we uh, go live with this show. Um, but we will let uh, we'll, yeah, we'll have a chat about that. We'll um, talk about Ida Surveyor uh, and we'll also have a chat. Um, look forward to Namibia as well. And when I say we, I'm being joined by uh, Mr. Stephen Harris. How are you doing, sir? Oh, very good. Thank you, sir. Once again, a privilege and a pleasure to be on the TDM for the second time this week and talking about the All Blacks. Good fun. Absolutely, yes. I'm working you hard this week. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> So, the uh, the yeah I'll, I'll double your salary for this week. Um, I, I, I must apologise to the viewers that I'm not wearing an all black shirt or my normal New Zealand Maori shirt. It's just a bit bit chilly in this room at the minute. So, well, um, I've, I've got two layers of thermals on underneath this t- this shirt, so I can wear an all black jersey <laughs> rather, than, rather than putting a hoodie on. <laughs> oh dear, I've gone the other way. I'm all ready for later. Look, I've got my uh, my good George Pale Ale for the game later on. No, I've got I've got my tea and I've also got my uh, my ginger. That's you, oh. as well. So there you go. Right, you need your ginger to keep those vocal cords under um, n- nicely soothed, ready for your. Uh, uh, very, uh, very, very much so. I must admit, I um, I tuned into last night's show. Very much enjoyed it. Thank you. Yep, and we saw your comments in the live chat. Thank you, everyone who is in the live chat. So for those of you listening to the podcast, this goes live on YouTube uh, at eight pm every Wednesday, New Zealand time. And uh, we've got a, couple, a few people in the live chat this evening already. Thank you. What we're going to start off with then, um, goggles. Have you heard about Arnie Surveyor? And he's going to be wearing goggles um, this uh, this evening at the game. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 sort of become a story of its own, isn't it? <laughs> the goggles, the goggles story seems to be on every sort of news outlet that's running around, especially here in New Zealand, but not just New Zealand. You know, um, there's been a lot of comments about it, probably. Far too much comment, you've got to say, Paul. He's <laughs> um, probably not the first sportsman I've seen uh, uh, wearing wearing goggles. I think probably growing up as a kid, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar um, he, uh, from Los Angeles Lakers. It's probably the first person I saw running around uh, with uh, with glasses as well. You know, um, um, there's, a, there's a football player. What's his name? Edgar. Edgar David. I think he runs around with glasses on. And I think there's a couple of other sportsmen. As, as well, and if there's a former Italian international or Irish international that, that runs around with glasses on, plays first five. Current. Play, yeah, current so, player. Yes, yeah, so there's a, there's, a, there's a current player, Ian McKinley, who plays for uh, Benetton uh, and also for uh, Italy. Uh, I think he's at the I'm not sure if he's at the Rugby World Cup or not <clears throat> for Italy. Um, but he uh, has been wearing them as a trial for about eight, uh, about 12, 12 months before they went, became fully legal for everybody in, um, I think it was May this year. So it's been around um, for a for a bit, Steve. <laughs> he picked them up from Specsavers. Specsavers sponsored the, uh, the, the the referees, not the players. Um, so, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ian McKinley's story, he got blinded in one eye um, at the bottom of a ruck. I think a, 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 he got caught by a, a stray boot. Um, and so he gave up rugby for a while, moved to Italy. Um, then he got the, uh, then someone came across the, or, or suggested these goals to him. 
uh, and it, uh, World Rugby took it on as a trial where unions could agree to, to them or not. And so he could play in Italy in the Pro 14, but he couldn't play in Ireland because the, the Ireland Union didn't uh, was, wasn't part of the trial. So he couldn't play away games for, for Benetton um, at one time. So it's, it's, it's been a, a long journey for him. Uh, and congratulate and, and it's uh, yeah Ardi Surveyor Ozzy and McKinley quite a lot of yeah um, for the for, can, for, for, for trailblazing these I can recall <laughs> a, a former French number 8 running around in the, as a top 14 with what looked like a, a baseball mask on but he had a he had a broken nose if, if I recall a few seasons a few seasons ago I just forget the yes. the name of, the name of the, the actual Karen uh, uh, I think. Yep, Harry Nordicke, that's the one. I uh, remember he broke his nose and yep. uh, and it was down to the, the business end of the season. And uh, yeah, it certainly looked different watching a, watching a rugby player running around with a with a face mask. We could be onto something there, Paul. We could, we could. Actually, <clears throat> perhaps uh, perhaps I should uh, have a hat and cape and call himself Zorro. Um, <laughs> the... <laughs> oh, oh, no, it is... shows off to a really, really good tone this evening. Now... <laughs> He and, and, and in all seriousness, um, the uh, artist first says he has got um, blurred vision out of his left eye, uh, and he obviously wants to protect his good vision in his right eye uh, for obviously for the quality of, love, of his life uh, post rugby. Um, so absolutely great, he's going to wear them. Ian McKinley has warned him he will get some flack, and there will be some comments, particularly from spectators, um, that uh, about it. I'm sure there will. So. But no, it's yeah, it's it's good to see Artie Fair doing it. Um, it's good. To, uh, I know there's there's this misconception in New Zealand that New Zealand rugby have approached World Rugby to allow this. No, this is something that uh, I say. Ian McKinley has has uh, blazed the trail, and therefore it's available for Artie Surveyor. Uh, he's not the first, uh, and no doubt he will not. But he is he is a higher profile, but especially on this side of the world, than Ian McKinley, obviously. Uh, and it's going to be at, at the Rugby World Cup. At the highest stage, it's obviously going to create a bit of a stir, and it has done. Um, but that's the story there. So, what is your prediction for this evening? What, 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 what score have you gone for? Oh, listen, based, listen, we can only really go on who Canada have already played thus far. And to be honest, they were beaten by 30-odd points by, by Italy, who play a pretty narrow sort of game. And you can... And the all, the all Blacks won't be playing a narrow game, so I reckon double it. So I'm thinking sixty plus. Whoa, what did I go for? Just having a quick check. Oh, I went for sixty as well. So there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, um, there is, and I guess that's been a bit a bit of a tale of this Rugby World Cup. I mentioned it briefly last night, but you've you've, you've got certain teams like uh, Japan, Georgia, uh, potentially USA, who have narrowed the gap to the Tier One teams. Uh, and then you've got some other teams like Canada uh, and the Pacific Islands in particular who have slipped away and the gap has seems to have grown between them and the Tier 1 countries, which is a real shame. Uh, so, yeah, it's Canada at one point were being talked about as entering the Six Nations um, not long after Italy had joined, so which gives you an idea as to their fall from grace over the past 15 to, uh, yeah, 15 odd years. Which is really sad. Paul, I'm just going to get you to back the track up. If people can see that, uh, no, uh, to to your left a bit, left a bit. There, stop. Yep, perfect. Left, left, left. Good. Yep, stop. That's Harry Nordicke's, um Yeah, face mask to protect his nose. 
<laughs> that's much bigger and more. Um, what's the word I'm kind of looking for? Uh, sort of point. It sort of sticks out more and yep. looks to be more, um, than the than the goggles. So it's surprising yep. that you got away with that. To be honest. Yeah, it's quite. You know, you'd be quite spooked to have to tackle tackle a guy wearing a mask like that. Let's... To be honest. Yeah. So. Um, Pretty, wow. pretty up, pretty up there. But I suppose if you've got a broken nose and you've got to protect it, then you've got to do what you've you've got to do. Paul, I've got to just back in the track up to what you were just talking about the the tier two nations. Hmm. I think because there are tier one nations that pretty much play in these one in these in these shallow channels. I think it probably makes it a little bit easier for the tier two nations to actually defend. They're not going too wide. Um, and, and, and they're probably able to sort of shut, shut them down. And I, and I, and I think you, you, you'll probably find that the Tier 1 nations probably play that way for 60, 65 minutes and just eventually break them down. And then the breaks do happen that, that little bit wider where I think teams, Tier 2 teams that play the All, Black, All Blacks um, really, really struggle with the All Blacks wide game. There's, there's so much ball movement. Um, they use the whole width of the pitch. And um, and just basically, I think that, that that skill and ball movement just really overpowers the tier two nations. And I think that's sometimes what what you get, even if you sort of looked at. I know we're talking about the All Blacks, but even you know, for all Scotland's dominance, eighty percent possession. Gee whiz, if the All Blacks had eighty percent possession against Samoa, I don't think the score would have been what did, what was it in the end? 34-0? Yep. You know, you, you could you could probably you could probably double that. You know, there'll be sides that'll that'll probably you know live with the All Blacks for a while. And if you, you if you take it into a stop-start sort of game, um, that's really probably your, your only chance. But I, in, in a lot of cases for the uh, for the Tier Two nations, when the, when they are playing a teams like the All Blacks, I think it's just a damage limitation. The um, yeah, it is actually a damage limitation. John O'Connor says he's had some. Uh... Had a, had a few guys who looked like that without the mask. Um, there he <laughs> 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 you just made uh, just made Steve spit his coffee everywhere. Deary me, how dare you? <laughs> oh dear, he's, he's probably correct as well. Yep. <laughs> I think I think I met them. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve Steve says all blacks by eighty plus. Um, thinks that fringe guys like Rico and Jordy will be desperate to impress with tries. Um, they will be. And that, that, that take, players will be des- desperate to impress. And let's have a quick look. Uh, well, let's have a, or probably actually quite a lot slow look at the um, uh, at the, uh, the, 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 the the side to uh, to take on Canada. So uh, in the forwards, Angus Taavo and Atu Molly are going to start with Niapo Luwalala and Offa Twangafasi on the bench. Um, I guess. The only question there is um, that uh, Luolala is, is he switching sides from tie head to hot to? Um... Uh, um, that, that's that's quite an interesting uh, yeah that's an interesting one for me because um, obviously um, Tavao plays a lot of his his rugby or actually was there was there a couple of games this year that we saw him. Get dominated in a, in a position. Correct me if I'm wrong. There was one one particular game I, I I can recall in Super Rugby where he was almost under a yellow card. Who who was who was that against? Uh, Paul, could that have been against the Blues? Maybe. 
Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember that one. I do remember offer on the other side and not scrummaging very well when they tried to switch offer and car around. That's um, right. And that didn't work. And so offer went back to tight head. Okay. Um, I do. I do recall a, a game that Angus Tavar played, and I think they switched him because he's more of a specialist tight head, isn't he, than he is a loose head. Well, it looks like. A, um, I, I think he's been selected as a tight as as a loose head in this, um, because he, he he was the reserve loose head for the Springboks game. Yeah. Well, so, but well, he's wearing the three jersey, so he's, he's definitely playing tight head. Who is? Uh, Angus Tower. Oh, is that who Molly playing loose head? I got the long way round. Yeah. Yeah. Three 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 plays tight head. Uh, one usually plays loose head. Paul. Oops, I've gone and yeah. got my. Uh, I've got got them the wrong way around in my uh, <laughs> my spreadsheet. There we go. That makes life a lot easier. Okay then. Um, has Luwalala then? So I think Luwalala was was uh, um, wearing the three jersey last time, but I think he's yeah. in the tight head reserve jersey for, on the bench today. Um, yes, I I think I think he is. Well, they're definitely powerful. It's, it's not a bad bench, <laughs> you know. It's, you feel sorry for the Canadians. It's uh, they, not. It's not the strongest side that the All Blacks are putting out. But then you see the bench: Cody Taylor, Orfatora Fasia, uh, Lau Lala, White Lock Savia. It is a very strong bench. But obviously, so what, what's happening here is obviously that they're they're resting. They're putting out the um, basically the reserve side, aren't they? Um, yeah. As, as much as possible. Hence, with only with only thirty one players, uh, that means basically your bench has to be your your first choice side. Um, so yeah, so interesting that Luolala is expecting to switch sides um, and play tight head this evening when he, when he normally plays loose head. Um, Liam Coltman uh, gets a uh, gets a start, and Cody Taylor warms the bench again. So uh, Liam Coltman, I, I guess yeah, his arrows or, or his line out throwing has been a bit suspect running up to this, but his work at the breakdown has been massive. So mm. I think something we need to see from him here in this game, or I want to see from him in this game, is an improvement with his uh, line-out throwing personally. Mm. Yep, don't, don't disagree with uh, with any of that. He's got, you know, he's got a couple of decent-sized targets in Scott Barrett and, <clears throat> and Tui Piloto. I see uh, Canada have brought um, Evan Olmstead into their pack, and uh, he, was, he was very good in the... Uh, as we know, in Auckland in the Mighty Ten Cup last year. In fact, I was a little surprised that he wasn't playing in the in the previous game. Uh, Canada played to be um, to be brutally honest. Um, so we all know he's good on opposition ball as well. So that'll be interesting. Mm. Yep. Um, so Scott Barrett, Patrick Tuplosu with White, Sam Whitelock on the on the bench. I mean, with um, with Brody Retallick. Still injured. There was no real choice there, was there? That happened. That had to. He had to. They had to do that. Um, yeah, that's a, uh, that's that's the thing that really that interests me at, at this at this present time. Will they? You know, there's talk that uh, Brady might actually be able to play in a pool game. Will they? Will they give him half a game against maybe Namibia and then try and give him a full game against Italy, or will he get two half games if if he if indeed is he if he is available? Um, yeah, if I did that, I'd make sure that Shannon Frizzell was also available because then he can step into, or actually, or, or, or Kieran Reid, somebody who can step into the into the locking position if needed, kind of mm-hmm. as, a, as, as a backup um, if they do that. But the 
Yes, I and mean, that's that's. Uh, I, I'd probably give him half a game against Italy. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the, I mean, the, I guess the, the the players that are starting that started started previously are Richard Mwanga and Bowden Barrett, um, really, as well as Kieran Reid. So a bit surprised Kieran Reid hasn't been rested, but I guess he'll be rested at the weekend. Mm. Do you think they're going to be playing Richard Mwanga and? Bowden Barrett for every pool game now. They've, if, if this is the way they've gone, I I don't I don't think they will. They probably just want to give these guys uh, a little bit more time in the saddle using their their basically their two pivot thing that they're doing. Although a very astute South African gentleman told me that the All Blacks had played most of their uh, most of their rugby, especially against the South Africans off off the nine, um, using Aaron Smith with, with sort of wide. Wide passes that, yep. that sometimes miss the pivot. Um, yeah, I, I guess so. I can't see them playing the full match. I'm sure there'll be a change at at, at some stage. Paul, I suppose the interest in in, in, in that change will there, will there be a will there be a straight swap and maybe um, Baden Moanga comes off, Barrett goes into first five, Ben and Ben Smith into fullback. Um, Crotty, I would imagine, is just covering covering those midfield positions. Yeah, they're lucky. They've got a lot of options. You know, even Jack Goodhue can, can switch out to the wing. But, yeah, to, to answer your question, no, I don't, I don't think they will. I think that I think the next game, you'll probably find they'll just use a, maybe a, a stopgap in there. I'm not too sure who that stopgap exactly is. A lot of talk about maybe Geordie Barrett, and I've even, I've even heard maybe even somebody like Crotty stopping, um, stopping into first five. Yeah, there's been talk of, of TJ Perinara, Crotty, um, even Ben Smith. So, um, yes, we'll see. Um, but, so, um, yeah, a, a couple of comments in the chat. Uh, Steve would love to see Geordie at 10 late in the game. Um, and Ollie Brown says, yeah, I believe you're gonna, you'll see a completely different B team um, against Namibia. Yeah, yeah. That'll be, pretty, that'll be pretty much what we call the dirty dirties. Well, well, we'll get into that in a second as to who, as to what, what um, <laughs> as to what we might find as to who's left because everyone has kind of played everyone. So the, the players that are missing out here, when you say those dirty dirties, I mean Joe Moody, um, Dane Coles, <laughs> Brody Retallick, Sam Kane, um, the uh, um, Aaron Smith, uh, Anselena Brown. Uh, and then Sebi Reese and George Bridge. I mean, every, the, the, all the players that are missing out are all are all current first choice players for the All Blacks. So there's no mm. dirty dirties to bring in for the next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's a pretty dirty, dirty squad. Um, uh, I suppose somebody like I, I would imagine Jack Goodhue needs a bit of game time, so he'll. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he'll get another game next time round. There'll be. A, I think there'll be a real close look at Sonny Bill Williams to see what sort of nick he's in. Well, actually, before we get on to the Namibia game, first off, what do you want to see out of this game? I've already said I want to see Liam Coltman um, throw straight at the line-out. Um, is there anything, uh, any any particular players you want to see certain things out of or any start or anything you want to see out of the All Blacks uh, this evening? Um, I, 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 I suppose in terms of the, the established guys like... Uh, you know, like you, like Reed and Barrett, you, you kind of know what they, they 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 bring to the table. Well, first of all, I just want to see a really, really good, strong plat- platform because um, 
you know, I've got to, I've got to say that if you think back to that Springbok All Black test at last when they when they did change that original front row, I thought the guys that came on actually struggled, and um, I actually thought the Springboks actually dominated that scrum time. Fortunate, fortunate not to get a get a couple of penalties here or there for, for what I thought were maybe scrum infractions from the All Blacks. But yeah, it's really a strong platform. Um, obviously, Coltman throwing straight darts would be a would would be a real good one as well. Um, and just a continuation also from Patrick Tupolopo, just to show that he that he does. I know he's he's already selected in the squad and, and deserves to be there, but I just want to just see more progression from from Patrick as well. Um, a couple of things for me. Uh, honestly, Rico Wine scored a try because I've, got, I've put two dollars on him to score a try. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the other thing also is that. Um, Obviously, no injuries and a try bonus point win is, is yeah. basically is, is really all that um, we're looking for here from this game. Uh, as far as performance-wise goes, um, I mean, yeah, Jack Goodhue um, has uh, and Sonny Bill Williams, both of whom haven't had much rugby recently. So, I just realised a mistake I made on, on the uh, that uh, we got wrong. Um, so, both those guys need we, we want to see them just running freely. Um, and make sure they're they're kind of um, uh, you know, fit. I, I, I was about to say, Paul. Anybody you know who's not in the maybe the top twenty three shouldn't be too discouraged. I think this is the opportunity to really put put some pressure on the guys that are that are already there, and just say to the coaches, "Hey, I'm still there." So in that respect, somebody like Rico Yuani, mm-hmm. yeah, I just want to see a lot of energy. Want to see? I actually want to see work rate because that's what you're seeing. Pretty much from uh, from Reese and Bridge at this stage, and um, listen, you 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 make it your your twenty your makeup of your twenty three on the day is obviously just important as your as your fifteen. So that's pretty much what I want to see from uh, one Rico Yuani. Yep. Now Steve Steve says uh, in the um, live chat earlier, um, Jordy Barrett will carve up on the right wing. I know you don't rate him there, Paul, but I think he's good. It's a good spot for him. What do you think of um, of Geordie on the right wing? Um, was probably given what's available. Probably was probably the only place a place you could could really put him either either there or or fullback or you know I, I saw a lot of his early rugby at, at, at second five and you know from what I understand he loves he loves the physical contact. Well, he's definitely got the he's definitely got the skills for the for the for the wing. Um, if I was putting a Putting a slide two dollar on somebody to score a, a try, I'd have a I'd have a cross kick from uh, um, from Richie Moanga to uh, to Jordy Barrett. Well, um, I'll, I'll let you know. Jordy Barrett is second favourite to um, score a try, so it's a <laughs> there's, 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 uh, Rico Oani is obviously number one, and uh, and Jordy Barrett is number two. So there's yeah, there's not much money in uh, in, in 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 that one. Um, to me, I. I yeah, I just don't think he's. Uh, as you say, he's played a lot at second five eight. He's played a lot at fullback. He's not played. He's played about three games on the wing that I know of uh, that were in um, during the uh, Super Rugby for the Hurricanes, and it didn't work out that great. So um, let's hope he has a good game there today. Um, but uh, yeah, that's... well, if, well, if you can't shine against this Canada, you ain't going to shine against the, the stronger nations, Paul. Well, true. Um, 
exactly. Um, listen, I was listening to Out of the Box, which is the uh, radio sport um, r- r- rugby podcast, and they were saying they just wanted to see no errors, um, solid platform, no, uh, just, just basically just a solid game from, from from the All Blacks is what they're looking for um, to prove that they're heading in the right direction. Yeah, it's it's everything to lose, nothing to win, really, out of this game. Yeah, we should we should, we, should we you know we shouldn't we probably shouldn't forget whilst that at the end of the day it was a solid enough victory over the Springboks they were they were put under a lot of pressure in that first twenty minutes and then you could arguably say in that fourth quarter that when the when the Springboks really really came back at them um, you know they looked they looked a bit flustered at times. Um, yep, yep, true. Um, so would that, that that's that's pretty much what, what, what we're kind of looking for from them is, 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 yeah, is just to sh- show composure and, 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 be, and be solid on the night, uh, dominate the possession, dominate the territory and just yeah, see the game out. I, I understand the uh, official is uh, Roman Poit is refereeing <laughs> this game, Paul. Is that, is that correct? Um, I, must, I haven't looked, um, so I don't know. Yeah, if, if Mr... If Mr. Poit is uh, refereeing this game, I'd, 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 I'm, I'm also interested in his performance as well. Well, I mean, that's going to be another thing, isn't it? Is, 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 is yeah, basically no cards. Keep, keep your tackles down. Don't get anywhere near the head. There's, there's no need for that, and it's not the kind yeah. of thing you want to, you want, want, yeah. want to get involved in. That's um, something. That, that's something you just touched upon. It's good that we, we mentioned the official. That's what I want to see from the All Blacks discipline, because yeah. I think against a team like Canada, there is no need. To be ill-disciplined, I don't think there's a need to be half a meter offside. I don't think there's a, a, a need to be stuck in rucks, and I don't think there's a there's a, a you know a real need to just be a bit careful when it comes to your tackle run. Yep. Um. So yeah, so keep that down, and don't, yeah, don't don't pick up any cards. Will be would be another one. Looking then quickly just at the match um, program. Uh, just bringing up, did it not come up? There we go. Um, here's a list of the, uh, the 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 games. New Zealand obviously play, um, as we know, this evening uh, against Canada. Short turnaround to Sunday against Namibia, um, and then it's a six-day turnaround to um, Italy um, at uh, um, at the end there. So. With, with with the six day turnaround after Namibia, obviously everyone can go back to back on that. That's not a particularly that, that's that's not too arduous. But how do you see um, Namibia? Uh, so Moody to to come back on probably on the on the bench. Yeah, I think Moody. Yeah, I think Moody will come back in. They'll probably want to see a little bit. I think let's not forget he's not played a lot of rugby this year, mm-hmm. and um, it, it, it'd be fair to just give him give him a little bit more of a run. Um, and then Angus, so go back to Moody and Angus, sort of bent, um, starting and bench then, um, and then offer to start as he's had two 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 um, bits on the bench and Atu Molly yeah. on the on the bench. Yeah, and give Lua La La the, the break. I think um, Cody, I think Cody, uh, I think Cody Taylor, maybe looking at a, a start. Yep. And if you do that, I think you probably put Dane Coles on the bench because he's had uh, it'll. It's already been ten days since his last game, um, so just just need game time. 
um, on the assumption that uh, so so do we think Brodie Retake is going to be back and available for for this one? Oh, that's a big question. If he is available, I think he I think he plays. I think they, uh, but I, if he does play, I, I just wonder if they bring him off the. No, I, I guess you'd want to start him, wouldn't you? Really? I'd have thought you'd. I, I'd have thought you'd, you'd bring him off the bench um, and start mm. with Sam Whitelock and Patrick Tupolosi. Yeah, personally. You, yeah, you, yeah, you're, you're probably right. You're probably right. Um, in the back row, then Kieran Reid obviously gets a um, gets a break. Um, I bring Sam Kane back. Um, I would ha- I would put Shannon Fazell um, on the bench with Ali Surveyor and Matt Todd. So you're starting with 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 two sevens. But against Namibia, that's not a problem. Mm. Uh, and the reason I put Sharon um, Frizzell on the bench is because if, if Brady Metallic comes on and breaks down, you need someone else to come on who can then fill in that um, fill in at the right. Well, well, if Retallic isn't available, I'm picking you might have um, Scott Barrett at six and one of those locks, maybe Sam Whitelock, um, can be can replaced and Barrett can go into... You know, same same locking combination as they've got tonight. Don't forget they've only got three locks over there. Yeah, I, I, I'd put, I'd put um, Scott Barrett on the bench if um, if Brady Retallick's not available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, scrum half. Um, I think I think you give Weber a start. I would love to give Weber a start, and, and Aaron Smith will be on the bench because, as I say, again, everyone who isn't starting or it, it, uh, isn't in the twenty-three tonight needs to be in the twenty-three against Namibia. Because of, mm. otherwise, it's too big a gap between game time. Yeah. So then, first five eight. You don't think you don't think Richard Mwanga starts again? No, I don't think he does. I think. Uh, listen, I'm a little bit reluctant for for TJ Piranata to start as the first five. I'd I'd rather they looked at other options. You know, for me, I, I like I like the thought of Jordy Barrett going into first five. Yep, okay. I'm happy with that one. They've not mentioned it at all yet, but um, it, it's the obvious player for me. I think I think Goodhue gets another start again. Um, probably the 12 jersey then, because Ansel Leonard Brown, I think, will start, will be in the 13 jersey. Yeah. Yeah, like that. That's your, that's your midfield there. And who's right your... There. Which, which midfielder do you put on the bench then? Sonny Bill or Crossy? Um... Crotty's on the bench for tonight's game, isn't he? Yep. Um, you put Sonny Bill on the bench. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the back three. Back three? Um, hmm. No reason. I reckon you could probably change it up. Change it up. The one if they attempted to roll Akira. Um, Akira. <laughs> Rico out again. I think they'll probably roll Rico out again. Put Ben Smith at 15. Um with Sever Reese and um, George Bridge on the bench, yeah, or or or, or put um, Sever Reese on the bench and put George Bridge at left wing and move Rico to right. Yeah, I hope you're, you're writing these names down, aren't you? Because we can. Yes. <laughs> it's all down in the spreadsheets. People can see who we've chosen. Yeah. Actually, right. what I think they'll probably do, actually, in, in honest, I, I think I think they'll start George Bridge, put Reese on the bench, um, and have Rico on the right wing. Hmm. Is what I think they'll do. 
So yeah, there you go, folks. That's how I th- that's how we think they're going to go um, against Namibia and how they're going to use their squad. Um, it's been kind of interesting looking at how teams have used their squad. So England, for example, I think on their first game out, they used their essentially their first choice team, um, then used their second choice team in the next game, um, so that the first choice team had had some game time um, ready for when they had their two real games against Argentina and France that are coming up. Um, but it's been yeah, it's, it's interesting to see how different coaches will juggle their squads differently um, yeah, across these yeah, games. I'll, listen, you're going back going back to England, that definitely looked like their number one back line with Daly, Watson, May, Tuolangi, Farrell, Ford, Youngs. That's yep. probably close to their, that, that's their, that's their top back line in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty, pretty damn handy. Um, and uh, if you look at the, the Ford, Pat Underhill, Munipolo, Curry, Utoje, Laws, Sigler, George. Yeah, I don't know. Is, is Marlow one of their top top props? You think, Paul? Um, if 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 Mako Vinopola is available, he'll start. Yeah. But um, I think he's I think he's injured still, or mm. or, 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 if, or if not, he's coming coming off injury. Um, that, so that's why. So yeah, so that that might be the only change is yeah Mako Vinopola ahead of um, ahead of uh, God blank the person yes. you just said. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah that, that guy. <laughs> that guy, Marla. yeah, guy with the mobile. Marla, yes. And if we look, if we look up the, at the the lineup for the second the second game, um, now here's an interesting one. We mentioned uh, who were the two wingers in the first game? It was Elliot Daly and Watson. No, so uh, da- no, um, Daly starts oh. at fifteen. So May and Watson. Oh, May, 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 yeah, yeah. May, uh, May and Watson. Where does Cock and a singer sitting in the in the scheme of things. Um, uh, well, I, the the thing is that Watson um, has been injured for most of the time, so he's, he's had very he's only been back for, for a short amount of time. So, yeah, you, you kind of there's a bit of guesswork as to where he sits in the pecking order. Yeah. Um, well, Marla Marla started that loose head prop in, in in that second game as well. So, uh, but I think Cock and singer uh, comes behind. Those behind behind Watson uh, May and also Jack Nell, but Jack Nell is injured at the moment still. Yeah, no, they've got some got some very good depth, England. That's well, yes and no. So, um, and and let's be honest, this 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 is something that's there for um, for, for for all the teams. Uh, and if we look at um, the, I think w- one of the things I was going to actually mention was I think thir- there are just like thirteen players. In the All Black squad for Canada that haven't played, that are making their Rugby World Cup debuts, mm. that's a lot of players um, in that match day twenty three who are who have never played in a Rugby World Cup before. And I guess we, we take it for granted. We, we we haven't really because they've kept on winning. We've not really um, kind of realised quite how much of a turnover there has been since twenty fifteen to twenty nineteen. Uh, for the All Blacks, there's there's, 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 there's there's been a lot basically. Now, you, well, there's only from the from the well, if I look at the All Black team that played in the 2015 15 final, there's only really Ben Smith who was at fullback, Aaron Smith at halfback, Kieran Reid at eight, Whitelock at um, uh, at loose head lock, and um, Owen Franks 
Brady Italic was Dan Colt. Dan Colt. It's pretty much it. Brady Italic wasn't he playing? Oh, sorry, big your pardon. Yep, the big the gazla. <laughs> yeah. um, and obviously, yep. Sonny Bill Williams came off the bench. Yep, and yep, Sonny Bill. Yep, just looking at the bench. Uh, yep, all the rest of them. Oh, and of course, Baden Bear. Yep. So um, yeah, there has been a large amount of now. The, the the reason it's worked so well is that planning has has happened now. Planning has worked in most it, it has, has, has most places. They mean, six is an issue, clearly. Um, I think Lua Lala, not Lua Lala. Oh, blank. The Lala. Six, pardon? Lua Lala. The Lala. no. Um, the the six from Auckland that left. Kynal? Jerome Kynal? No, 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 no. Um, the other one. Um, anyway, sorry, he went up to Bristol. Oh, Stephen Lua Tour. There we go. So I think I think Lua Tour was lined up for that, but obviously that but um, um but but left. Uh, you've we've um, at um, at ten the injury to Damon McKenzie hasn't helped. Neither has Cruden and Sopwanga also leaving. Um, so hence that's why suddenly uh, there's no third choice or the third choice is um, has got zero experience. And on the wings, uh, you've got uh, obviously the plan was for Julian Surveyor. I mean he had a four year contract. But he 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 dropped out. Uh, Neymar Scudder um, has just had too many injuries since that last Rugby World Cup, um, and Holo has dropped down of has lost a bit of form. So the the planning in most of the positions has kind of worked, but there is there are some places where it hasn't. Um, and for England, there is there's similar things. You, you've got depth in most places. The only question mark, and it's a question that. Um, uh, that we had for the whole tenure of Stuart Lancaster, uh, and we've had it for four years now with um, Eddie, um, Eddie Jones as well, which is, wh- who is England's 12? <clears throat> That's Because uh, at the moment, they've got the, 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 the two players they've got are um, Owen Farrell, who's really a 10. And Piers Francis. And Piers Francis. Now, if Piers Francis is the answer... The uh, you've got your question wrong. Um, really, I mean, Piers, yeah. To to if, if, if that, that's 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 your depth, you have a twelve. It's a real problem. Thirteen. They've got lots. Of, they've got three wonderful players who can play thirteen. Manu Tuilangi, um, Henry Slade, Joseph. and uh, Joseph. And Joseph, Jamie Joseph. Um, so th- uh, yeah, plenty of depth there. But that twelve jersey has been a real problem for them. Do you play? Do you play Tuilangi at twelve? They've tried putting Tuilangi and also Slade there. Neither of them are naturally 12s and really struggled. Interesting point. It just made me look back to the England team of 2015. Um, probably a game that they want, would want to forget, and that's against uh, Wales. And if you sort of look at the, the starting lineup, there, there was Brown at fullback, Watson and May on the wings. Then they had Barrett and Burgess. So obviously they're no longer there. Farrell was at 10. He's gone to, tw- gone to 12. Well, and Young also was, back then, um, Barrett, Barrett was a 12 playing out of position in 13. Yeah, um, yep. yeah. Exa- exactly. Then Ben, ben Youngs was uh, the halfback. The back row was uh, Rob Shaw, Wood and Vunipolo. So obviously Vunipolo is still there. The uh, middle row, Courtney Laws and Parling. So only Courtney Laws still there. Front row, they had Cole, Youngs and uh, Marla. So Cole and Marla still, still part of that, still part of that, the reserves. Uh yeah, Michael Vunipola was on the bench. Seriously? Yep. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 
Okay, I think got, I think they got that wrong. And the only one I can see is that made the team is is uh, George Ford. Everybody else is probably a couple of like Haskell. I think he's retired these days, isn't he? And um, Andy Good is he the fellow who plays fullback for Saracens? Yes, he is. Yep. Um, so yeah, Parling is now the uh, Ford's coach or the scrum coach uh, at Melbourne Rebels. Um, so yeah, so he's he, he's obviously retired. Obviously, Burgess, Luke Burgess was a problem then. Um, the uh, and and this was England have only sorted out their sixth jersey in the last two months or in, in the last six months um, when they managed to get Underwood and um, Curry, sorry, Underhill and Curry um, to be fit. They've been they've been too good. They've been too good finds so that at least Ford's yeah, but they the last yeah, couple of couple of seasons and and, and they're, they're they're playing two sevens, um, which is kind of. They're doing it. The All Blacks are doing it with um, uh, with Ali Surveyor and Sam Kane. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Australia doing it with Hooper and Pocock. Um, I think there are two things. One, it's just trying to get your best players on the pitch. But two, is the conditions in uh, Japan being hot and sweaty? Yeah. Is that you well, want players who can keep keep going? And I think that's why you, you, you're seeing a whole bunch of teams uh, kind of trying that two sevens. Because the seven is generally more mobile than the six. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned the conditions in Aoita. They are expecting quite a bit of precipitation uh, for the game this evening, so um, that, that'll that'll be interesting. But to be honest, with the skills and just looking at the grounds, I've been mildly impressed with the ground conditions at, at many of the stadiums over there, Paul. I, I don't think that's much of an excuse. No, I don't think it should be. Um, and if, if you're not used to the sweat by now and slippery ball. Then seriously, uh, well, I wish the bulk commentators would stop stop talking about it because I don't think it's uh, <laughs> again I don't think it's an excuse. Now we're only about three minutes away from kickoff from France versus the USA, so I think we're going to have a, have a uh, we're going to wrap this one up a little bit early this evening, folks, so we can go and watch um, watch that game. I will be doing live post match reaction on this on this channel for um, the All Blacks versus um, Canada. I'm not expecting to have anything um, particularly uh, amazing to say because uh, I'm not expecting to be an upset or anything. But you never know. Maybe. Just maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Steve, Sue, for no, joining me. No, not a, not a, not a problem, problem at all. A uh, privilege and a pleasure uh, once again to step off the, uh, the bench twice in one week. Well, <laughs> I feel honoured. I feel blessed. <laughs> honoured and blessed. Um, I've got my beer all sorted out, so I'm all ready. Um, if you'd like to become a supporter of Driving More, then please um, click down below. Uh, there's a link to um, patreon.com forward slash driving more uh, and you become a supporter of Driving More. Uh, I did an exclusive video today for my um, uh, that was looking at who can or will win the Rugby World Cup um, after, what, two weeks or whatever it is we've had so far, or two weekends at least. Uh, of games and uh, so if you want to go and see who I think is still in the running go and check that out um, and become a supporter for as little as a dollar a month that's all it takes thank you folks and uh, let's go watch some rugby well that was the end of the All Blacks edition but you know what I thought since uh, this is being published after the New Zealand Canada game that I would also add my post-match reaction to the uh, 
uh, to that game, the All Blacks versus Canada. So uh, stick around, listen to that for the next uh, 20 odd minutes or so. And uh, thank you very much for listening to uh, the Driving Wall podcast. Hello and welcome to post-match reaction to New Zealand versus Canada. Yes, it's uh, what quarter past one in the morning uh, here in New Zealand, and uh, yeah, let's just go over kind of brief, briefly what um, what kind of happened. So, I mean, key things here: um, the All Blacks won um, 63-0, and so they got the try bonus point clearly. Uh, and nobody got injured. And so that's got to be the main job. I mean, that's basically job done for the All Blacks. That's all they kind of needed to do. Some of the things that um, they also wanted out of this game was to look at a few players uh, and to see how they went. Uh, and uh, if we look at some of the um, some of those players in particular, I mean, um, Sonny Bill Williams was clearly one of them. And he was someone that really stood up um, and had a really um, good game for whilst he was on the pitch. Um, 91 metres carrying the ball, um, put him second behind um, Bowden Barrett. Now, St. Williams didn't spend the whole, season, whole game on, so you can um, let him off a bit for that. But three clean breaks, six defenders beaten, four offloads. Um, Sonny B. Williams had a really um, good half on there. Now, a whole bunch of people are going to say, oh, yes, look, it's just against Canada. But um, look, it was good to see him. Uh, gets some get some time. Uh, Rico Wani picks up a try, uh, so that'll be um, and. But again, I'm not sure he, he had a decent game. Don't get me wrong; no one had a bad game um, for uh, the All Blacks. Uh, but I'm not sure that he did enough to maybe unseat either uh, Bridge or Reese um, at this time. Um, the let's. I mean, this game was really decided, and, and it was pretty clear. I mean, Frizzell was another one. Actually, he 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 also carried carried well. So I think that's some of the players who they wanted to look at. Um, and uh, there was some interesting tactics around the props as well. Ashley Molly actually played the full eighty uh, minutes. Um, Angus Taavo um, got subbed after about twenty um, six minutes. Lua Lala uh, came on, and then Lua Lala was replaced by Offer Tuangafasi. So. Interesting how uh, they rotated or how, how they're looking after the props at this Rugby World Cup. Uh, you've got to suggest that to Molly. Therefore, is the fifth choice um, prop, uh, and therefore that's why he's doing, getting the most minutes um, against the so-called minnows. Um, of Or again, basically, the All Blacks knew they were going to win. And we saw that straight away from the off, didn't we? Two minutes in, um, and uh, New Zealand were held up under the posts. Uh, from the scrum, they got a pushover try. Well, it would have been a pushover try, uh, except there was a penalty in there, and a penalty try instead. So Kieran Reid was uh, um, was stopped uh, from getting his first try. To be honest, um, he actually stopped short of the line, uh, broke, and then uh, again chugged it over. But clearly there was a um, an infringement in there. Uh, we had a crossfield kick from Moanga to Jordy Barrett, and that kicked things off um, on eight minutes for sort of the first try to somebody. Um, TJ dived over the corner, uh, but um, uh, he was short or, or dived for the corner. We had Scott Barrett dropping over um, the line um, as well. So even though it was 63 minutes, it could have been uh, there were a couple of disallowed tries in there as well. It could have been more than that. 
one of the points from this, I guess, is uh, Rich Moraga had a perfect day with the boot. I guess there was less pressure in a game like this, and so hence that makes kicking a little bit easier from that point of view. But even so, yep, he knocked, knocked, knocked over the eight conversions that he had. Obviously, nine tries there because of the uh, with the extra one from the, the penalty try, which doesn't need a conversion, um, as you'll be fully aware. Um, the real play, you know, 28 nil. Obviously, things were going well for the All Blacks, but in reality, the bit where it all it all sort of kicked off at the beginning of the second half, where the All Blacks went on a went, went on a real score, scoring spree. On the 42nd minute, the 44th minute, the 46th minute, the 49th minute. There you go, four tries in the first 10 minutes, and then another one on 56 minutes. Um, made it five tries in that second half. The but yes, there was no tries in the last quarter of the game. So from 56 minutes onwards, no tries in this game. Um, so uh, yeah, Canada did well when they're absolutely knackered. Uh, to be let's to be let's be honest, to hold out the All Blacks um, at the end there uh, for for that last quarter. So. Not the complete performance by the All Blacks by any stretch of the imagination, but an extremely good one. Let's be honest. Uh, you know, rack up 63 points uh, by being poor. Um, but it, what, it really was that uh, 16 minutes um, after half time where the All Blacks racked up five tries. Um, so what, that's 35 points. Um, that really was was where the game where it sort of really ballooned out um, from there. Uh, I've already talked about the facts of those stats for Sonny Williams. Bowden Barrett topped the metres made at 169 uh, metres. Um, he also got uh, three clean breaks. Jordy Barrett got four clean breaks, uh, as did Frizzell. They were the sort of main, the, the, the top ones for breaks. On the Canadian side of things, uh, I mean, Nelson, the uh, fly half, got some, um, and um, Moe, uh, sorry, Vandermeer, um, Moe. <laughs> Uh, on the um, he, he got got through quite a few runs uh, out wide um, as well, but Rumble was probably the player of their team. The, uh, the 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 flanker nine carries only for fifteen meters, a couple of defenders beaten, but defending seventeen tackles just missed the one. So yeah, Rumble uh, had a really um, good game for Canada. Um, the uh, obviously Tyler Ardron is the is, is the top guy, the the, the captain. And the best player, uh, and he helped to um, push on again, uh, keep 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 them going. Um, Todd and Reed got through. I think Kira Reed had a good game. And Matt Todd, Kira Reed top tops with thirteen tackles, none missed. And Matt Todd eleven tackles, um, none missed as well. They both got through a um, a chunk of work um, defensively, and sort of the, the quieter side of things. If I look at some of the, some of the match stats. Um, 906 meters running by the All Blacks. That's a crazy um, amount of meters run um, for, for that. Um, but I mean, 24 clean breaks, um, which is just nuts. But 24 turnovers. That's a bad number. Um, but when you've got uh, 71% or, or only 64% possession in the end. Um, but yeah, 24 turnovers. Perhaps want to look after the ball a little bit more, but when you when, when it, uh, there, were, there were some things being tried that perhaps you wouldn't try in a in a full pressure game. Let's be honest. Defensively, ninety percent of tackles were made by the All Blacks. Well done, and they had to make ninety one. Uh, only sixty nine by Canada. They missed forty six tackles in this one. Um, a crazily high number. Uh, they had a big number 
against Italy as well, remember. So, yeah, tackling um, on that defence by uh, is one of those big things that Canada needs to sort out, as they do with their line-out. They lost, they only made one five out of ten. So they lost half their line-outs, so they only won half their line-outs. Um, and something that they need to need to sort out. Now, against the Springboks, the All Blacks, I think they said gave uh, sorry, four or five penalties. They only gave up six penalties in this one um, as well. So discipline, very good for New Zealand. Nine by Canada, that's all right, um, considering how much pressure they were put under. So really good game for the All Blacks. Those are the key stats from it all. Um, as I say, it was that 16 minutes, or well, 10 to 16 minutes after half time uh, that really... Um, was that was was where the All Blacks really switched it on uh, and played really well. As Kieran Reid said in his post match, that um, they started each half well, but they uh, perhaps they, they didn't finish the halves well, and that's going to be where Hansen is going to uh, want to have a chat with the team because um, again, uh, the in the first 60 minutes they scored three tries as well. So if they started both halves well, the second half. Um, the, yeah, the the latter end of each half um, is where they'll be they'll be getting um, a talking to. Um, there were a few wild passes. I say that's why we had all those all those turn, turn, turnovers. Um, we even had Bowden Barrett on the 80th minute. The gong had gone. He'd made a break. The uh, try line was 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 beckoning, but he there was someone chasing him, getting close. He tried to shift the ball around in his hands, and he just dropped the ball dead um, as he's running along. So yeah, rather amusing moment there, uh, but. Um, but Bowden Barrett overall um, had a decent game uh, as well. Uh, and yes, that the two playmaker thing worked. I think a big difference here, though, is that the a lot of the play here went through the second playmaker. It went through through the first receiver. Whereas one of the things we talked about in the South Africa game was a lot of the play went through or was being run actually by the scrum half, not by the fly half. So... Um, I think there's definitely a different style of play from that point of view. So, does the dual playmaker? Uh, did it, how much did Hanson really get to see of how he'd work it in a real in a um, a, a big rush defense against a big rush defense team such as South Africa, such as Ireland, who they might meet in the quarterfinals now, such as England, who they might meet in the semifinals. Those sort of teams um, would they play through the fly half through the first receiver, or would they play through the scrum half? And I think they play quite a bit through the scrum half. We didn't really see that so much. Um, today. Uh, good to see uh, Brad Weber get some game time and get a couple of tries as well. Uh, he came on at half time, so had a whole half of, uh, so actually had 40 minutes of rugby, which was really good. Uh, so that was nice to see um, as well. Uh, Richard Moanga was the man of the match, um, and yeah, he ran things really, really well from, from 10, uh, had a good game um, as, 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 as everyone did on the, um, on the All Black side. This was a historic day for the All Blacks because they start. It was the first time that three brothers had started a Rugby World Cup for the All Blacks. So, um, Bowden, Geordie, and Scott Barrett. Geordie and Bowden got their tries in the first half. Uh, Scott Barrett picked his up in the second half after dropping the ball over the line in the first half. And uh, yes, uh, so all three of them got their tries. So, so yes, all three brothers. Um, yeah, big historic day, and there's one for the uh, the, old, the old quizzes um, as well. So, um, thank you very much for joining me. Don't forget, if you'd like to support the channel, down below there's a link to patreon.com forward slash driving more. I've got some exclusive videos about the Rugby World Cup um, for you, uh, including who I think is going to win it. That was the one that came out today um, after, or who can win it 
uh, after I made a, made a preview on back in August. So this was updating that, having seen how all the teams have been going up until now in, uh, in the group stages. So go check that out. Uh, and yeah, thank you very much for watching and enjoy the rest of the Rugby World Cup.